Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. For this video, I've picked out all the biggest talking points and dilemmas for your teams this week. Thanks very much for sending in. If you'd like to have your questions answered, the only requirement is to be a subscriber, and every Wednesday the post goes out on my channel. Let's get straight into it. And the first question is from 30pod, and he says, with Salah and Son going away for the respective international tournaments, when should we think about transferring them out? To add some context here for those unaware, in January there's the African Cup of Nations and also the Asian Cup. As a result, lots of players are going to go away for potentially up to 4 or 5 weeks. The AFCON starts on the 13th of January and it finishes on the 11th of February. The Asian Cup starts a day earlier and it finishes a day earlier. So it's a while away still, that's game week 21 to 25. They'll leave a few days before it starts as well of course to join up with their teams and train. But game week 20 won't be affected. So it is a while away and the short answer is we don't need to transfer them out until we reach game week 21. Son and Salah are the two main assets we're going to be missing. However, I've put together a table here of other FPL assets that will also be missing, which is sorted by ownership. Matoma is going to be representing Japan at the Asian Cup, and Bumo is going to be with Cameroon. And further down the list, we've got Anana, Visa, Kabore, and Huang. The last thing to mention is that the duration they're away does depend on how deep their cup run is, of course. If Salah goes all the way to the final, then we'll have him out till Gamic 25, potentially Gamic 26. Whereas anyone that's knocked out early are going to travel back and they'll be available sooner. I'm sure we'll revisit this topic nearer the time. Side Pranath asks whether Mbumo is worth bringing in for Mitoma or Diaby this week or wait till Gamic 14. So only Salah and Son have got more points among mids this season than Mbumo, so he does need to be in our thinking. Takes set pieces, he's on penalties. However, this week Mitoma and Diaby have good fixtures as well. Mbumo's home to West Ham, which is a good game. It's a move you can delay till Gamic 13 or 14. After West Ham this week, Mbumo's got Liverpool and then Arsenal. So it's a move that could cost you over the next three, even if it is a game this week. In Gamic 12, Matoma's home to Sheffield United and Diaby's home to Fulham. Two very good fixtures. I'm personally looking at bringing Mbumo in from Gamic 14 when he's home to Luton. Nathan's brought in Huang and he's wondering if Wolves might suffer without Neto. Yeah, massive shame for the Portuguese mid. He's out injured for a few weeks. He was on a run of 8 returns in a row. There's a good chance they do struggle without him a bit. However, it is Sheffield United this week, the worst defence in the league for expected goals conceded. So you can't afford him to give them the next 3 games. Spurs and Fulham follow Sheffield United. If they are clearly struggling without Neto, then you can consider transferring him out then. Fine for now. Fortunately, it's not a severe injury for Neto by the looks of it. He could be back right after the international break in just a few game weeks. However, if you have him, he's definitely a sell. Let's have an early look at the experts transfers this week. We've got the full set of data to come in Friday's experts video so make sure you subscribe to the channel so you don't miss out. 
So lots of bringing in Simicast this week. Botman, Adogi and Pedro Porro among those being sold. And with Neto out injured for a few weeks, some are selling him this week for Matoma, which is a great move this week, given Brighton's upcoming games. After his hat-trick last game, a couple of bringing in Ketter in this week. There are rumours that Jesus could be out until the end of the month, so he might get three Premier League games out of Nketiah, though it's not an easy game this week against Newcastle away. A more detailed breakdown of the experts' transfers to come on Friday's video. Russell asks whether it's a good idea to sell Haaland for game week 12 to 15, particularly if you're not planning to captain him in any of those weeks. It certainly worked for those who sold him in game week 7. The players that know Haaland afforded have been delivering, like Alvarez, Trippier, Sun, Salah, Darwin, Watkins. It may ultimately break even in game week 11 if Haaland hauls against Bournemouth. But from game week 12 to 14, Man City have got Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham and Aston Villa. Really difficult run of games. The obvious answer is that it is a sound strategy, but obviously it takes a brave manager given his ownership. But if it comes off, you'll fly up the ranks. Personally, it's not a risk I'm going to be taking on, and it does depend on what kind of FPL manager you are. If you like a risk and you've got a gut feeling, then go for it. Some FPL optimization tools will be suggesting to sell Haaland Gemi 12, so by some data sets it is considered optimal to do so, but those tools also ignore the risk. With the emergence of some great enablers like Simicast, Gordon, Gwehi, Branthwaite, Taylor, Palmer etc, it is perhaps a bit easier to build a well-balanced team that has Haaland in as well. So to summarise, I don't hate it, it is a sound strategy but something I'm not going to be doing. Dave on the other hand is in the no Haaland gang already and he asks whether to bring him in this week. I wouldn't rip your team up with multiple hits just for Haaland, this one's very team dependent though. If you've got two free transfers and there's a good set of moves that gets you to Haaland and you really want him for this game week to captain then go for it. Perhaps if you've got a forward that you're not completely happy with this week, like Wilson or perhaps Isaac. However selling Salah to fund it's probably not the solution given that he's got Luton, Brentford, Fulham and Sheffield United in his next five. Meanwhile Haaland's got much tougher games in his next five as we discussed in the last segment. Messiah asks who the best long term cheap forward is, he's currently looking at Edouard but he's hesitant with Eze out. The good news regarding Eze is that he's reportedly back in training, as is Elise who's been sidelined for a while, so Palace almost back to full strength actually, and Edouard is a great option for 5.5 mil. Last season the concern was that he was being brought off early in many games and he was rotated here and there, but this season he's averaged 86 minutes per game, excluding game week 7 which he missed out with a minor thigh injury. Pulling up the fixture ticker, sorted by difficulty over the next five, Palace are top in the league. In third is Burnley though, the other is Foster who we discussed in last week's video for only 5 mil. Great run of fixtures ahead for them as well. He did unexpectedly miss out last match with illness, which we didn't have any news on pre-deadline so very unlucky if he went for him. But assuming that company gives him the all clear in Friday's press conference, he's a great option for 0.5 mil less. Lots of you still have your wildcard, but if you don't this segment will still be helpful. Fabian asks when the best time to wildcard is if you've still got it. This one of course very team dependent as well. If your team's in bad shape then game week 12 is a nearby opportunity. Arsenal's fixtures turn very nicely so if you've not got Saka and an Arsenal defender you could double up there, maybe even triple up. You could sell Alvarez as well with Man City's tough 4 games from game week 12. West Ham have a great run for game week 12 so Bowen's a good pick. However if you play your game very well, game week 19 is still a very good wildcard opportunity. In game week 18, Man City and Brentford blank, so you can sell your players from those teams and then wildcard them straight back in. There's a strong chance we get a double game week 20 announcement. The blank from 18 moves to 20, so Brentford will play Crystal Palace and Man City, and Man City will have two home games to Sheffield United and Brentford, that is triple captaincy territory. 
You could set your team up nicely long term from there as well, and you could triple up with Man City players like Alvarez, Haaland, and whichever third player. And likewise with Brentford, you could get in Bumo, maybe Visser, and a defender or Fleckham. It might not be easy to go that long enough though, so don't be afraid to abandon the plan if your team needs it sooner. KM asks, when looking for defenders, do we prioritise clean sheets or attacking potential? The answer here is a bit of both, and also value for money. A Stupinan, for example, doesn't have great clean sheet potential, but he's so attacking that he's still worth it. Pedro Poirot doesn't have quite as much goal threat as a Stupinan, but he's got better clean sheet potential. And then there's players like Trippier, Cash and Trent, which cover both bases. A Stupinan is reportedly back in training, so he could actually be an immense pick from Gaming 12 when they're home to Sheffield United. And then they're away to Forest. I tend to pick fullbacks over centre backs in FPL. They get the same clean sheet points, but attacking fullbacks are far likely to get an attack in return. I'd much rather have Cash and a Stupinan over Pau Torres and Dunk, for example, if your budget allows for it anyway. George says this feels like a roll the transfer kind of week, no big swings anywhere, and lots of us own key assets already. It's a team dependent one, but I do agree here. If you've got key players covered, there's not many standout moves with high upside this week. There's some awkward fixtures this week with Newcastle against Arsenal and Spurs against Chelsea. This is how my team's lined up for Gaming 11, and I'm pretty happy with the front seven. So it's basically whether to spend a transfer on a defender to play ahead of Burn. But the options aren't very inspiring. I could go for a Wolves defender, they're home to Sheffield United. Maguire's crossed my mind, way to Fulham, but I'm not convinced they even keep a clean sheet there the way they're playing at the moment. So I'm leaning towards rolling as well, which keeps the options very open for Gaming 12 and there's definitely more opportunities. Arsenal are home to Burnley, so I'm looking at an Arsenal defender, but if it's Stupinan's back, I'm tempted by him home to Sheffield United as well. Or if you don't own Saka, that's another good reason to roll this week. It's not ideal playing Burnley against Arsenal in my case, but I may be able to gain more with two transfers in hand next week. Thanks very much for watching. If you enjoyed the video, hit like and make sure you subscribe to the channel. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.